The Lakers receive a devastating injury update regarding LeBron James as they lose a heartbreaker to the Dallas Mavericks. Is Anthony Davis to blame? We've got a lot to break down here today, so let's get right into it. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, we've got a a, a frustrating LeBron James injury update, but we're going to get to that in a second because, first of all, we got to talk about uh, last night's heartbreaking loss against the Dallas Mavericks. Heartbreaking is probably an understatement, Hannah. It was like a dagger to the heart. Uh, Another game where the Lakers had the game within their possession in the last few seconds, and they let it slip away. We have seen this record over and over and over again this year. The saga continues. They take two or three steps forward. They then take two or three steps backwards. At the end of the day, we're just stuck in the mud, Hannah. Yeah, I mean, this was a game, obviously we talk about must-win games. We say that every game, so I don't want to sound like, a, you know, so repetitive here, but last night's game was such an important must-win game because every single team in the West that we're competing with lost. So it was a great opportunity for us to, you know, really make our way up in the standings, kind of maybe create a little bit of room. Uh, but, Dad, the Lakers just really did not play a play a good game, and it's frustrating because... So one of those games, I expected them to come out with a, a huge start. Just wasn't really the case. They kind of just didn't have a lot of energy. Every loose ball seemed to go to the Mavs. The Mavs seemed to be playing much harder. Um, but, Dad, we've really got to talk about uh, Anthony Davis because it's frustrating because he did have a pretty good game, Dad. You know, 26 points, 3 assists, 10 rebounds, a block. But... He missed the key free throw at the end of the game that would have given the Lakers a three-point lead. So even though the Mavs made that three-pointer at the end, it would have just tied it and not given them the win. Plus, he also uh, fouled the guy the possession before to give them to the free throw line. Yeah, Hannah, um, you know, I'm afraid that Anthony Davis may be doing irreparable harm to his reputation uh, this season with the Lakers. You know, there's no question he can play at a very high level, especially when his head is in the right place and when he's feeling well. But with the game on the line, Hannah, he has really let them down this year, and this was no exception. I mean, three – look, look, the Lakers didn't play well. They missed. You, there's two ways to look at it. They missed a lot of free throws. That could, yeah, we missed 13 free throws. Right, okay, so you could say that was the difference. The difference in three-point shooting was incredible. The Lakers only had five three-point shots made. I think the other team just rained three-point shots at a time. But yet, Hannah, at the end of the day, the Lakers were four points ahead with like 10 or 20 seconds left to go in the game. And Anthony Davis blew it. There's no question. He did three questionable plays. He missed that free throw, you know, which he shouldn't have done. Then that horrible foul on the guy who was going to miss that long three-point shot. He was going to miss it, but AD fouled him, and the guy makes three free throws. And then on the last play of the game, and you and I said to each other, when the Lakers were only ahead by two points and Dallas had six seconds to go, 
You and I have been down this road before with the Lakers this year. We knew damn well somebody was going to hit a three-point shot and it was going to be another heartbreaker, and that's exactly what happened. And it was Anthony Davis's man, and Anthony Davis was kind of cheating to the inside. He was nowhere near his own man, you know, guarding against a two-point two shot when the three-pointer was the one you're going to lose. He didn't guard the guy. The guy hit the three-point shot, and Hannah, it was another dagger to the heart. Yeah, well, we obviously, you know, thought Kyrie was going to take that shot. And it's very clear that, you know, the coach said in the the huddle, you know, make anyone else beat you but Kyrie. So we swarmed Kyrie. He passed it to uh, Maxi Klebler, who had a a wide open three, and he knocked it down and won the game. So listen, Dad, it's so frustrating. And it's it's honestly devastating for Laker fans because it just seems like every time we take one step forward, we take two steps back, and there's just not many uh, games left to take any steps back. But unfortunately, that just is kind of how the, the Lakers season has gone. It just, that game right there really signified the Lakers season. You know, we we just can't get it together. I mean, LeBron was very upset. There's been reports. I mean, he was seen talking very passionately to Anthony Davis on the bench. Some reports are saying he was yelling at him. Some were saying he was just trying to fire him up. Uh, but, you know, listen, it's it's hard and it's frustrating. But at the end of the day, we got to pick ourselves up. we got a, another home game tomorrow, and we've got to get that win. It's against the Orlando Magic. That's another must-win game. But, Dad, I want to talk a little bit about a LeBron James injury update. Obviously, LeBron is supposed to be reevaluated relatively soon here. There have been some reports that he may have gone to Germany to get a special treatment on his foot. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Obviously, those reports kind of uh, started circling because uh, Dennis Schroeder said, made a comment in one of his, his press interviews saying, you know, oh, you know, I can't really comment much about it, but all I can say is, is Germany's great, something like that. So a lot of reports saying that LeBron went to Germany to get a special treatment. But then there's also reports saying that LeBron isn't even close to coming back. And he's just going to be reevaluated, but that the Lakers medical staff believe it's going to be much, much longer. Dad, what do you think of all this? Hannah, there's the question of when LeBron is coming back. And then there's a question, which we may get to sooner than we'd like, to you know whether he should come back at all no matter what, uh, given where the Lakers season is. You know, if we had won that game last night, we would have been in seventh place one game behind the sixth place. We would have been out of the play-in tournament, but because we lost. And by the way, that's on top of losing to Houston and the Knicks in the last week. You know, can you imagine if we'd won three of those, all three of those games or two of those three games? We'd but, probably be in like the fifth or sixth seed right now. But yeah, but even, even losing those two games, if we had won last night, we'd be in seven. Tonight, because we lost, we're in 10th, and we're right in, back in the pack with everybody else. So we're, you know, we're just in very precarious position now. I'm tired of saying it's a must-win. It doesn't do any good because they keep losing must-win games. I don't know where we go from here. But, you know, again, the issue of LeBron James, we have to forget about LeBron James coming back because if we don't get into a position to get to the playoffs, it doesn't matter if he comes back. By the time he comes back, we'll be out of it or we'll be so far buried down, you know, being in 10th place. If you're in 10th place, you got to go on the road and win two play-in games and then you got to go on the road on, in all the series. And it's, it's just a very disadvantageous and it's frustrating because there's no way we shouldn't have ended up in at least the seventh or eighth positions. And we would have at least hosted one of those play-in games uh, and maybe two. But, but now, you know, 
it's just it's just a horrible position. So I don't want to talk about LeBron James. It doesn't matter to me. Right now, he's out. That's all I need to know. We've got to win games without him. We can't be obsessing about, boy, when is LeBron coming back? It won't do any good if we're already out of things by the time he comes back. Yeah, no, I completely agree. But, you know, Dada, tomorrow they take on the Orlando Magic. You and I are considering going to that game. The only reason I'm a little hesitant is because... Whenever I go on my own, they win. But no offense to you, whenever we have gone to these games together, just they don't seem to to play too well. But we got to get the win tomorrow. Um, absolutely no excuses. Dad, I wanted to finish up here and ask you a little question because obviously, you know, Kyrie Irving has been linked to the Lakers multiple times. I thought, you know, a lot of people thought we were going to get him this offseason. A lot of people thought we were going to trade for him during the the trade deadline this season. But he's obviously going to be a free agent this year. He went to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, He was traded to the Mavs. Right now we have uh, D'Angelo Russell, though, who was playing very, very well, although he's going through a period of games now where he's definitely struggling offensively. Last night, he, he, he really struggled, did finish with 11 points, 11 assists, but only shot 5 for 17 from the floor. He was 0 for 6 from three point range. A lot of people are saying, you know, D'Angelo should just be our future or our future uh, point guard. He's also a free agent this offseason. But then we take a little look at Kyrie Irving, who had a, a great game last night with 38 points, six assists, six rebounds, 14 for 23 from the floor, five for nine from three point range. So my question here is, Dad, do you think the Lakers should still close that Kyrie door? and just focus on D'Angelo Russell? Or do you think they should uh, still keep that door a little cracked open and see what happens? Hannah, it's incredibly ironic that just yesterday, certain media broke the story that the Lakers are no longer interested in in, uh, Kyrie Irving. They're just going to sign D'Angelo Russell and they'll run everything back and they're going to be great. Fast forward just a few hours, Kyrie Irving happens to be in town to play the Lakers last night. And was outstanding. I mean, he just he just burned the Lakers, 38 points on very efficient shooting, as you said. And D'Angelo Russell was awful last night. He's been awful for the last two or three games. You know, since he came back from his ankle injury, he had a couple of really good games when he started out. But the last two or three, he has been awful. Last night, he was awful. It's not just that he missed the shots, but they were ill-advised shots at ill-advised times, especially towards the end of the game where he he just, you know, they needed a basket badly and the shot he took was just not very high percentage and he just wasn't hitting anything anyway. So, you know, I want to keep my options open. I mean, I hate the thought of that. No one wants to have consistency more than me. Lakers haven't had consistency from one season to another, you know, for 10 years now. Every year it's a brand new roster and that's why they lose so much. It's certainly a factor. But you know what, Hannah? I, I just don't. I got to see how this year plays out. I got to see if Malik Beasley is really better than Lonnie Walker. You know, I got to see if Vanderbilt is as good as or better than Wayne Gabriel. By the way, we should give Gabriel a shout out for the game he had last night against Dallas. He was outstanding. Um, you know, I, I've just got to see these things. Is Rui, you know, Rui's pretty good, but is he, you know, is he really good or is he just kind of good? I got to see more, Hannah. And, you know, we got 11 games left in the season. Obviously, we're still in the hunt. You know, we're going to be playing hard. I want to see how everybody reacts. But right now, other than Austin Reeves, I'm not sure about anybody else. (laughs) Yeah, as my dad says, my dad literally only cares about Austin Reeves. But 
Okay, I mean, I, I tend to agree with you. I think we got to keep, you know, all of our options open. We've still only had such a small sample size of this team. And obviously, they've proven that they can be really good. They're really exciting. But, you know, still got to keep our options open. We got to get better. But I agree with you. We got to have some sort of consistency. It's so frustrating every single season to go into the season with a pretty much an entirely new roster and then to expect to to do well. It just it takes time to build chemistry and to get things, you know, consistent and just it's hard when every single year it's it's a different team it's a different coaching staff just we got to try to get some sort of consistency but I agree with you got to keep all of our options open and see you know how we finish out this season and next year you know LeBron James is going to be 39 you know and Anthony Davis I mean what can we conclude about Anthony Davis after this season it, it seems clear that he's not an alpha male you know he's not a super leader, and you can't necessarily count on him. He's he's lost at least three games for the Lakers that I can think of right off the top of my head this year by missing free throws in the last seconds of the game, which could have been a different outcome. So I don't know if he's a guy you can really count on to be your number one leader. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely have some question marks regarding AD. Uh, all I know is this Kobe would have never missed those free throws. Never, ever, ever. But that is another story for another day. That's going to be it for today's podcast. Laker fam, I want to hear from you guys. Do you think the Lakers should still keep their uh, options open and try to pursue Kyrie Irving this offseason? Uh, let me know what you thought about last night's game. And of course, you can always tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Daughter out. Bye, everyone.